0: if you are listening to this podcast on your morning walk while you're washing dishes or even if you are at work I want to welcome you back to your favorite hangout spot. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week in this space, you know how we do. We acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do best. And this week's creative and businesswoman is Mallory Macklin. She is the owner of Little Miss Girly, a specialized custom ruffle socks business for little girls. If you have a special little girl in your life, whether this is your niece, your daughter, your granddaughter, or just a little sweetheart in your life, you want her in these socks. Y'all, these socks are fly. She has ribbons, bows, glitter, glam, her favorite characters, Doc stuffings, trolls. Hey, you know what? I'ma stop there and let you check it out for yourself now if you are interested in circling this black dollar because that's how we do we make black money black business that's what we do and we support it head on over to instagram you can find her at little dot miss with two s's dot girly or facebook at little miss girly. now y'all we are going to get into this conversation today um What brought me to this topic was, have you ever just been tired or fatigued of scrolling through your own social media sites, whether if it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you see there's just so many videos, so much footage of just ridiculousness happening in this country from all these Karen videos. Y'all know who Karen be and how she be cutting up. Calling the cops on black folks for absolutely no reason. Walking in the park, going fishing at the store, selling water on a hot day and you're six years old. You're going to get the cops called on you. Just doing ridiculous stuff like that. And there's even a Kevin, which is the man version of Karen. I think that's absolutely ridiculous and hilarious at the same time. But I mean, just... Lots of content of just negativity. Black, you know, black folks being abused by cops in power. I mean, just like the level of ridiculousness and the level of craziness that happens within a few minutes of scrolling can be tiresome. It absolutely can be. And even like when you see how black folks are protesting and people that are non-black are protesting and how they're being treated and being dogged out just for standing with black lives is absolutely ridiculous and i thought to myself like y'all don't really be cutting up except for these situations now if i looked like you if i was from your community if i was your family member and did not present myself as a black woman, we would not. I would not be having this conversation. But because we have folks in our nation that hate folks that don't look like them, we have this issue. And this is the reason why we're having this conversation. We live in a nation and you have heard this, if you are an American, the term America, the beautiful. But as a black woman showing up and living in America, I don't see America as being America the beautiful. I see it as America the broken. We claim to be a Christian nation, but we do the most heinous and hurtful and violent things against people that come here and even against our own countrymen. I mean, as a nation... We can lock children up in cages and separate them from their families because we do not have the heart of God as a nation. Police can shoot black men in the street and absolutely nothing happens. I remember um, just a few days ago, three officers were fired because their body cams recorded them saying this. And I quote, we're gonna go out here and slaughter these niggas today. We, this thing, these things happen in our country because we do not have the heart of God. When you go out into public parks and spaces and you see nooses hanging from trees and even nooses thrown on the lawns of black people as a message, this happens because us as a country does not have the heart of God. And even just two weeks ago, after four 100 years of lynching over 400 years of lynching it became illegal for lynching to happen in the United States only 2 weeks ago absolutely ridiculous and it took this long for it to happen because we do not have the heart of god so what is this nation from my lens It is a nation built on oppression, of racism, of bigotry, of division, of fear, and that we are conditioned to love people, certain people that look like us and whoever else is left, then we are to hate them. But that's not the heart of God. As a nation, I'm completely offended because as a Christ follower, as someone that loves Jesus, that loves people, do not, and I say this, do not use my father's name if you do not have his heart. Do not walk around here talking about your Christian values and your Christian morals if you do not love me and I look differently than you do. We have, and it's absolutely ridiculous, but this is the nation that we live in. We talk about the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. They're saying that they have Christian morals, but where at? Pack it up. Ship it off to somewhere where ain't nobody looking or hearing because we're not receiving none of that. You cannot say that your organization has Christian whatever because it does not have Christian nothing. If you're reading the same Bible I'm reading, and even... Our ridiculous, our ridiculous Lord, you know, let's pray for him. Let me not even call him out his name, but our president of this nation that took an opportunity for a photo to stand in front of a church and hold the Bible like it was a brick just to take pictures with it. Absolutely ridiculous. The same Bible, what does this representation mean? Like I'm standing in front of a church, I'm holding a Bible. What are you trying to say? Because well, I'm telling you what you're not saying. You're not saying none of them scriptures about loving your neighbor as yourself. You're not saying none of them scriptures about how we're supposed to welcome um foreigners and immigrants into our country. You're not saying none of that was in the Bible. But you want to take a picture in front of it, in front of a church with it, and you don't know how to hold it. You look very uncomfortable, sir. Very uncomfortable. And you know how we do here. You know, I'm not just given my opinion, but I do want to bring scripture because scripture is what's going to last. That is what actually matters. My opinion doesn't, but let's take this to the word of God. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 15, verse eight. It says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. God knows what's up. And it says it even in the Bible about people like this that claim Christ, that claim, you know, this aura of being godly. You say it, but your hearts are far from it. Your actions do not line up with the morals of what Christianity is. And my topic of today is how can you love God and not love me? I'm special to God. And I know that. I am his daughter. He loves me so much. And not only me, it's not just a a kindred thing, but he loves you too. You are his son. You are his daughter. You are his beloved. Like there is nobody in this world that could love you the way that God does. He is the lover of your soul. People's love is conditional. If you cross them, you know, they can choose not to love you based on their own merit. But there is nothing that we could ever do that will make God stop loving us. But what makes us think that we can claim to love God, but not love people? I want to take you to 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. It says, if someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we do do not love people we can see, how can we love God who we don't see? It says it right here in the Bible: You cannot love God and hate me at the same time. It doesn't work. And even when people say, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't hate you. I just disagree with, with you know what you're about and what you're for. Baby, your love is, is a verb. It's an action word. You just can't say it that you love me and do the absolute opposite because love is action. It is impossible for us to claim Christ and to love God and to say that we're down for him, but we don't love each other. And you see me every day. You see people that look like me and represent my community, my ethnicity, my race, my my religion, whatever it is. You see me, but you have never seen God. It is impossible to do so. So, sorry to burst your bubble. Sorry, but not sorry. We're going to move on to Mark chapter 12, verse 30 through 31. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. God is saying, love me your hardest. Every ounce of being that you have, I want you to put that into loving me because when you learn to love me as God, as your father, as the lover of your soul, I will teach you how to love people like how I love you and how you are learning to love me. God's love is absolutely strong. This, this, this mess that people talking about love, you know, here, you know, in a carnal mind state, that it, it don't last because it has conditions to it. God's love has no conditions to it. And that is the love that we need to extend to people. And I want to go a little further when it talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. And to focus on the word neighbor, It's not talking about loving your next door neighbor, which you should love them too because we should love everybody. But it's not talking about loving the people that are just close to you. But love your neighbor as yourself means love those those people that society has conditioned you to hate. If you grew up in a town or in a family that told you, when you see these people, you don't talk to them. You don't love them. You don't extend grace to them. It's, it's absolute hate for them. And this happens to people. And we live in a nation to where we have been conditioned to love people that don't look like us. Our Muslim brothers and sisters, our black brothers and sisters, people that aren't from here, people that have migrated here, people that were brought here on a slave ship. We have been conditioned to hate those people, people that look like me, that talk like me, that are from the same place that I'm from. We have been conditioned to hate folks. But God says, love your neighbor as yourself. That means love those people who is hard to love, who you've been taught to hate. If it's easy for you to love somebody, then you ain't putting the work in. But if you extend yourself beyond your comfort, to show love, that's God's love. And we can even take it beyond the conversation about race. We can talk about folks in our families that it's hard to love. We all have some of them, right? People that violated us, people that disrespect us, people that say things that are offensive to us, we still have to extend that love. Even when we hurt, even when we cry, we have to extend that love because that is God's love. And I had no idea that this was gonna be a a message of rebuke, but I can tell you that um, open rebuke is much better than secret love. And if this is catching your attention, I want you not to run from this message, but to receive what the Lord is doing in you. It is so important that we acknowledge our wrong. And not to say that it makes you a bad person, but saying that I need to change up some stuff, that's a good sign. Because I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about me too. Anytime I look at somebody that's different than me and it's in a wrong way, or if I say something slick out the side of my mouth because I feel like I can, I need to ask, Lord, forgive me. Please come into my heart and change me up. And I extend and I offer that we all have that posture, that heart's posture of, Lord, I am so sorry for disrespecting your son and your daughter, your beloved child. It is not my place to do so. God, I pray that you give me the understanding to love these people, Even when I don't know how to, God, give me the tools to do so. It can definitely be hard and challenging, but it's not impossible. It's absolutely not impossible. I was, um, thank you, Lord, for this. I was reminded of a message, a testimony that I seen on somewhere. Probably was on social media, maybe on TV. But there was this, this white man. He grew up racist, like he grew up Confederate, KKK, you know, don't like black people, you know, and he ended up getting, um, going to prison for a crime. And he was in prison for a very long time, like maybe like 10, 15 years, probably. He was in prison and he has this Heart, this hardened heart against people that are different than him and that he hates. And he, t- he was taught to hate because hate is taught. Um, so he's in prison and it's time, you know, for him to start getting processed out and have his, you know, parole officer. Um, or no, probation officer. Yes, his probation officer. And guess who the Lord gave him? A black woman. Okay. As his parole officer when he was a, when she was assigned to him he was like absolutely not. I don't like black people. This is a black woman at that and she is going to be helping me process from prison life to normal life. Absolutely not. Not going to happen, right? Now, this woman is going and I couldn't even imagine being her. God bless the strength that he gave her that day and even through that process because I don't know if I could do it. Y'all pray for me. But she had a choice. She had a choice. I'm either going to harden my heart because this man is hard in his heart or I'm going to extend God's love. And she was a believer too. So she chose to extend God's love to this man and he got more than a probation officer. They're friends to this day. Like, they're friends. And he said, even in his interview, like, this woman changed my life. I grew up not liking Black people. I grew up being taught to hate Black people. But God gave her to me as a friend and to show me that how I was thinking was absolutely wrong. And I should not have been like that. But, What I love about God is that he extends grace. And no matter how much hatred was put in you, God can clean you up if you receive him. He can change your perspective. He can change your mind if you allow him to do so. And it just really blessed me to know that God is still working in the lives of people um, one life at a time. But I just really hope and pray that This message reaches out. And Lord, I'm praying right now, even before we get to the people's prayer, that this message extends out to people that would not have come across great with Kendra. And I believe so. Um, But y'all, how can we love God and not love the people that we see every day? I really hope that this is a call. And I want to call you all in. I'm not cutting you down. And I'm, and I'm not condemning you. If Jesus didn't come to condemn you, I'm not going to get on this mic to do it myself. Um, because I'm talking to myself as well, but I'm calling us in. Cause y'all know, you know, what this, cha- with this, um, show was all about is to inspire challenge and change. And I would be remiss if I don't challenge you to do so. If I don't challenge you to change something within yourself and I'm not just talking to non-black people. I'm talking to black folks because I know some people that be like I don't mess with white people at all. Don't mess with white people. But we can't do that and say that we love God and and hate and hate, you know, folks that don't look like us. It does I mean, yes, we have a country that has a history of white folks oppressing black people and it is painful. History is to be remembered. But however, I don't want us to get to a place to where it's us against them. Jesus is coming back for one church. And that's another episode. I'm going to get deeper within within that. But I just want to encourage everyone to love everybody and to extend God's love. Not this world love because that's thin and it's faulty. And it breaks down, but to extend God's love. Um, all right, y'all. Um, we're going to go into the portion of every episode that we do is the people's prayer. We're going to intercede on the behalf of people that cannot pray for themselves, that find us struggle to pray and to go before the Father. We are going to bombard heaven, and as you know, I believe that prayer is always in order. So with all. Hearts and minds clear. Father God, we just thank you so much for your example of love. First off, God, you loved us before we loved ourselves. You loved us before we knew who we were, God. God, so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son. You gave him as a sacrifice. Wow, as a sacrifice to this world, to this, oh, to this, to this world. God, just thank you so much. I'm just so appreciative that you loved us enough to send your son for people that would reject you. But you said, you know what? I'm going to send him anyway. And Jesus, you came down anyway and said, I'm going to do it if you receive me or if you don't receive me because I love you. That's love. God, I pray that you teach us how to love like that. Lord, I'm praying right now for people that have hardened hearts and have been conditioned to hate certain folks based on petty things. God I pray a prayer that you soften their heart and allow them to come in contact with this particular episode God. There are a certain demographic that my podcasts reach, but Lord, I pray that you extended beyond that demographic and reach those hardened hearts, Lord, and convict not not convict, but to to soften them, Lord Jesus and allow them to receive what it is that you have them to receive, God, that it is love and it is not hate. Hate divides, love unites. God, I pray for those people that have been hurt when it comes to loving people that look differently than them. God, I pray that you soften their hearts and that you begin to heal them in the name of Jesus. God, the enemy is mad, he is so upset because this message right here is going to free some people. This message is going to break some chains and yokes of bondage that people have been living. This message is going to break generational hatred and curses on people's families. God, I thank you right now in advance for what you're doing. God, We just love you so much. And God, I pray that you teach us how to love, teach us how to extend the love that we need to do for your people, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. If you've enjoyed this episode, if this was a powerful message to you, I want you to send it, copy and paste it, wherever you are, put it on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, get it out send it out because this is a message for such a time if y'all want to keep up with me you can follow me um on instagram at underscore create with kendra to see what your girl is doing to see what i'm up to all right y'all until next time be blessed